Discover Your Personal Power podcast. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. It is the day before Thanksgiving, and this month we have been focusing on gratitude. And I want you guys to know I am so grateful for all of you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting me. All right, guys, it is four weeks till Christmas. I am super excited, and I have an ultimate Christmas package that has tons of free downloads to help you get organized for the holidays. This week has three weeks of menus and recipes and a guide to learn how to prep it all in advance to make your daily dinner chore that much shorter. That way you have more time to snuggle up with a hot cup of hot cocoa, wear your most comfortable pajamas, snuggle up with your family, and watch some fun Christmas movies. All you have to do is sign up for my mailing list and the planner full of ideas of menus, Christmas cooking, baking ideas, getting the house ready for the holiday lists, and even three party plans complete with menus and recipes are all free in a downloadable form and you can get them if you sign up over at discoveryourpersonalpower.org. Easy peasy and it's free. So I've been reading lots of articles this month on gratitude and I came across this story. Two little children were put early to bed on a winter's night for the fire had gone out and the cold was pouring in the many cracks of their frail little cottage. The mother strove to improve some of the scantiness of their bed covering by placing clean boards over the children. A pair of bright eyes shone out from under a board, and just before it was hushed in slumber, the sweet voice said, Mother, how nice this is. How I pity the poor people who don't have any boards to cover their children on this very cold night. What a sweet and wonderful lesson on being grateful for what you have instead of being sad about the things that you don't have. Do you desire the things that you have? When we desire the things that we have, we enjoy contentment, happiness, and peace. Our moment-to-moment happiness is largely determined by our outlook. The Dalai Lama says, whether we're feeling happy or unhappy at any given moment often has very little to do with our absolute conditions or circumstance, but rather it is a function of how we perceive that situation or circumstance and how satisfied we are with what we have. As I was doing some thinking this week on gratitude and why sometimes we don't feel grateful for all these things that we have, I came up with three different things that we may feel or we may be thinking that keep us from being grateful from the things that we have. And number one is comparison. We, when we compare ourselves to others. Number two is that ever-ending search for perfectionism, for not feeling enough, for constantly wanting more, 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 and to be more. And the third thing is that feeling of when our behaviors and our actions aren't quite in line with our values and goals and how we really want to show up in the world. So number one, Comparison is the thief of joy. It is important to remember that someone else's success is not your failure. 
We all have the opportunity to be successful and feel successful in our own lives. We simply cannot compare ourselves or our lives to others because we all lead different lives. Everyone is unique and has a different set of circumstances. I love the quote that says, stop comparing everyone else's highlight reel to your bloopers or your behind the scenes. You simply don't know the whole story. Love your life as it is. Be content and peaceful and happy with the life that you have and the life that you lead and the life that you have been given. Next, recognizing reasons that drive our behavior. So when you have that feeling that you need to compare yourself to others, what are the thoughts that are driving those feelings? Do you feel like you're not enough or that you can never measure up? Or you're striving for that perfect ideal wife or mother or father or employee or church member or woman or man. Perfectionism is an illusion. It leaves you constantly chasing an unattainable dream and feeling like you're not enough and that you'll never be enough or have enough. What if instead we treated that nagging sense of not being enough with gratitude for all that we have and all that we are? Gratitude for the amazing life that we live, for the amazing people in our life that have made our life rich and decadent and meaningful. Gratitude for our talents and our strengths and our own unique contributions to the world. Instead of feeling like you're not enough and chasing the dream of being more, experience the peace of contentment and happiness in knowing that your life is perfect. Perfectly imperfect, but perfect for you just as it is, just as you are right now in this moment, accepting that all is good and feeling gratitude, contentment, and peace. William George Jordan said, happiness consists not of having, but of being, not of possessing, but of enjoying. It is the warm glow of a heart at peace with itself. I love that quote. Happiness is a state of being content or satisfied with what you have and what you are. But sometimes it can be hard to be content and satisfied to have enough. There will always be that newer car or that fancier house or a more powerful computer or finer clothes. But you can never get enough of what you don't need because what you don't need never satisfies. Happiness and peace come from appreciating what you have. Beyond happiness is the feeling of peace and contentment. Contentment, or the state of being content, is about peaceful acceptance and satisfaction. Genuinely appreciating what you have and where you are in life, rather than that nagging, restless feeling of wanting more or wishing things were different. I'm not saying to not have big goals and dreams and to challenge yourself and diligently work toward them. I'm talking about enjoying the journey and seeing the beauty and the splendor and the abundance all around you. Contentment helps you to celebrate the good in your life, 
while simultaneously helping you to work through challenges and obstacles that you may be facing. There are precise reasons things happen in this life. Russell M. Nelson said, these things make you grow and make you change and be more aware of yourself and of others. If we can see things through the eyes of gratitude, they will no longer be a burden. Living with contentment and gratitude brings us greater purpose, peace, and power. It brings us greater purpose as we live with integrity and authenticity. Your purpose is defined by your values, beliefs, and goals. When your thoughts and actions are in line with your values, beliefs, and goals, you live your life with purpose. Values are the things that you care most about in your life. They provide you motivation, energy, and light your path that leads you to where you want to go. Values drive you toward what you want most in life. For those of you in the Discover Your Personal Power online coaching program, we have a whole section on finding your core values and beliefs and how to make them work for you in your life. Stop by over at the website and you guys can check it out. Or those of you in the program, go to section number six. Your values create your core beliefs. Core beliefs are thoughts that you believe are true. The standards and values that you choose to live your life by and create your life. As you determine your core beliefs and values, you define your purpose and you create your power. Your power lies in your unique abilities, virtues, and strengths that make you who you are. Your power lies in your ability to know who you are and who you want to be in this world. Knowing who you are and recognizing your core beliefs and values helps you understand what motivates you. It helps you resist bad behaviors or bad habits and develop good ones. It gives you insight and the power to make sure that your behaviors and your actions are in line with your values and goals. Knowing and understanding who you are gives you the power to resist social pressure and momentary pleasures that will not help you reach your goals. It gives you the power to create boundaries that protect your needs and provide essential self-care. Knowing and having firm understanding of who you are and who you want to be in this world provides you with less inner conflict and struggle when making decisions. And this provides you with peace. Knowing yourself and embracing your strengths and power provides you with peace in your soul that allows you to be empathetic and understanding and kind to others. When you're not fighting a constant battle within yourself, when you know your purpose and embrace your power, you find your peace. I hope you guys find contentment in your life and that you recognize and are grateful for all that you have and all that you are, all that you offer this world, for your unique gifts that you give to those around you and to the world. I hope you find peace, purpose, and power as you practice gratitude and live a life filled with abundance. 
I wanted to find some fun ways or activities to help you and your family give thanks and gratitude throughout this season. And I came up with a couple different things. So number one is a family gratitude jar. So every day or once a week, whatever works for you and your family, write down something you're grateful for on a little slip of paper and put it in a gratitude jar. And at the end of the year or the end of the week or the end of the season, you can read through and share those beautiful memories from that previous time in your life. What a great opportunity to come together as a family to show gratitude and then to be able to re-experience those memories with each other. Another way, popular way to express gratitude is in a gratitude journal. This helps you to focus every day on the things that you're grateful for in your life. You can write down one thing a day, three things a day, five things a day, as many as you want. There's lots of different gratitude journals out there, or you can just take a regular notebook. And before you go to bed at night, think of one thing or three things or whatever you want of things that you're grateful for during that day. What an awesome opportunity to, number one, Feel those feelings of gratitude, being thankful for what you have and what your day was like, but also the opportunity to go back and read that over a course of time. Another suggestion I found was called a thankful tree, and I thought this was a cute idea. So you put a poster up. Um, most people did this like at Thanksgiving time of year, and they put this poster up that kind of was shaped like a tree, and they had all these uh, cut out like construction type, out of construction paper type leaves. So the family would go around and write things that they're grateful for on the leaves and then they would stick it up on that poster board where that tree is. And then they would have this beautiful gratitude tree and they could go around and read the different things that each family member put on there. And then they could take a picture of this tree before they took it down and have it with them. So a thankful tree. Another thing you can do is a gratitude wall with chalkboard paint or a whiteboard and have your kids or your family members, you go throughout the day or throughout the week, whatever time limit you want to put on it to write down different things that they're grateful for. It number one helps you think about things to look for, to be grateful for in your life, but it also gives a great opportunity to share with each other. Another thing I found was a gratitude wreath. So taking a beautiful wreath, it can be real um, or it can be faux, whatever you want to have to decorate and then take paper tags along with it and have the family write down two to five things that they're most grateful for and arrange each paper kind of stuck into the wreath. So you can hang it above your Thanksgiving table or you can use it as a centerpiece. You can even have your dinner guests write notes and stick them in there as well. And then after the holiday, you can find a special place to showcase your gratitude wreath where it can be admired every day. So another fun way to do something creative to show gratitude in your life. Another idea was taking a Thanksgiving walk. 
So after dinner, after eating that big yummy meal of turkey and stuffing and mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, taking a walk <laughs> to walk all that off. So gathering the whole family together for a after feast walk, you can each year share something that you were grateful for or you can take turns noticing the things that stand out to you as being special or beautiful. The turning of the leaves, the feeling of the crisp autumn air, or your cheeks, the warm glow of the windows as you pass them by. It doesn't have to be long or arduous, just a brisk stroll with your loved ones. And you can do this before dessert. Perfect, right? Another tradition that I found was honoring relatives that have passed. So when you create a special space for a family member who has passed by setting out framed photos or simply taking a moment before dinner to remember them, including your ancestors in your Thanksgiving experience can bring a profound feeling of gratitude and connection. It's a beautiful time to share memories, tell funny stories, choose a favorite quality of your loved one that you want to embody over this next year. What a beautiful way to honor those that have passed in this past year and those that we love. Next is playing a gratitude guessing game. So at the beginning of the evening, have every guest write down something that they're very thankful for on a slip of paper. Fold it up and place it in a jar. After dinner or dessert, have everyone go around and choose a piece of paper. They read the gratitude note aloud and try to guess who it belongs to. This is such a fun game. It encourages everyone to be creative with their thanks. And if everyone, because everyone doesn't want to write down my family or my health, but be creative and make it unique. And this game will be super fun and a great way to get to know one another and have fun in sharing gratitude. Another great way to show gratitude is building care packages together. So Thanksgiving is actually the best day to volunteer at a soup kitchen or with food delivery services or creating packages to give to those that are not, do not have as much as we have. So by volunteering, it gives us the opportunity to realize the things that we feel grateful for and give our extra, our abundance to others. I hope you guys love these different ways to show gratitude. I hope you've listened to all the podcasts this month on ways to feel grateful for all the things that you have. The one on feeling grateful for being you and recognizing your own unique strengths and abilities and talents and being grateful for the challenges and obstacles that you've had in your life that you've overcome because you're the hero of your story. I hope you guys can feel contentment and peace and purpose and power in knowing who you are and being grateful for who you are. I hope you guys have a great week. Stop over on the website to collect those free goodies uh, to help you plan and get organized for your holiday season. And I will talk to you next week. Until we meet again, my friends.